0: Well, hello everybody and welcome to UK Motor Talk. In a uh, in a slight change from our usual proceedings, uh, it's just going to be me. You're going to have the, uh, the pleasure of wittering on at you this evening. Jim Baxter. Following the return of the Formula One World Championship, we had the first race just today. I'm recording this on a Sunday evening, so I hope you've uh, been able to watch the race. There will be spoiler alerts, of course, so if you haven't managed to watch the race yet, then I'd, uh, I'd suggest pausing this and coming back to it later, unless you... Uh, Unless you want the action to be ruined. First off, what a good race that was! What a good race weekend. I thought there was some good, uh, good drama and stories all the way through. So, we'll. Uh, I think what we'll do is uh, do a little qualifying rundown, and then run through the race, and then run through any other talking points from the weekend. But. Get in touch with your thoughts. You know, we're going to let this uh, this kind of podcast be run by you. Let me uh, let me know what you want to hear on this. Uh, if you've got any thoughts or opinions, drop them in. We are at UK Motor Talk pretty much everywhere, uh, so we'd love to hear from you. First up into uh, into qualifying. Then, well, first off, oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, Daniel, not uh, not good. Uh, rather more hampered by uh, lack of pre season testing, I think contracting uh, the dreaded Covid before gave him no time in the car at all in uh, in the proper pre-season test so he only had the shakedown from Barcelona to fall back on um, possibly still feeling the effects of that I think but uh, gutted for Daniel to see him go out in 18th but I think the uh, the McLaren team have got Brake cooling issues, of course. The uh the fix they've had to put in to uh, to keep the brake temperatures down or keep them manageable, but that does seem to have had a knock-on effect on the performance of the rest of the car. Running down the grid in uh, in reverse order, twentieth uh, and last for Latifi um, Williams. I was hoping would make a, and I'm sure most people were thinking they'd make a bit of a step up this year. Uh, doesn't quite seem to have been the case, but uh, it's early days yet. But Albon did uh, did rather well in fourteenth, a good couple of places ahead of. Of Latifi. Uh, tricky weekend for Aston Martin as well. Uh, Vettel of course now off with uh, the dreaded Covid as well. Uh, I thought Hulk did a fantastic job to, to hop in the car at seven and a half minutes notice, as usual, uh, and drop it into 17th, uh, a couple of places ahead of Stroll. Sonoda in 16th, Guangzhou 15th, Norris in 13th, so uh, a few places ahead of Ricardo, but I think he wanted to be a hell of a lot higher up. We're nearly into the top 10, and we haven't spoken about Haas yet, so uh, Schumacher in 12th, and and Magnussen, the, the star, are qualifying for me in uh, in 7th. Just one hell of a showing from him. He hasn't, uh, hasn't lost any of his speed uh, from being out of Formula One for uh, for a couple of years, or is it a year? I'm not sure. Time flies, but uh, it's. Uh, I, don't, I think just having Magnuson back in the team seems to have uh, lifted everybody, lifted the spirits within Haas. If you've watched any of Drive to Survive, which uh, I'm I'm kind of working my way through, I'm not. Hugely, uh, hugely impressed with it uh, in the latest season. It, it all seems a bit contrived and a bit, uh, a bit too full of artificial drama. But watching the Hass episode, the, uh, the mood that was in the camp wasn't good. Having had all of last year not developing last year's car and chucking it into this year's car does seem to have, uh, have paid dividends for them. Eleventh uh, for Ocon, tenth for Gasly, uh, ninth for Russell, a bit disappointing for him. I think he, uh, he'd have wanted to be a little bit higher up, but uh, trying a different break-and-tire warm-up strategy on the outlap. Uh, didn't quite pay dividends, although he was a second off Lewis's pace. I think that was by far the biggest gap they'd had between them all weekend. Uh, and in fact, a lot of the weekend, Russell was actually ahead of Hamilton. So slightly disappointing, but I'm sure it's, uh, it's all a learning experience, and we'll uh, be keen to see how he goes next time out. Uh, Bottas, another star of the show, there in sixth. I mean, if you'd have put uh, if you'd have put a couple of quid on Bottas out qualifying the Mercedes or a Mercedes, you'd have done rather well with that, I think. Fifth from Hamilton, dragged dragged what he could out of the car and uh, and then into the uh, the top two teams. Perez in fourth, Sainz in third. Uh, Verstappen just getting picked by Leclerc. I mean, that was a, a hell of a lap from him. All of Ferraris' uh, pre-season testing pace uh, seems to have been confirmed as uh, as being good. And on to the race. So we'll, uh, we'll run down in reverse finishing order, I suppose, or starting off with those who didn't finish. Uh, Gasly first out uh, had a, a hefty fire and uh, did bring back a couple of nasty memories, just seeing a car burst into flames at that particular corner. Uh, but he was running up well up until that point. Uh, Sonoda, I thought, had a fairly solid race, finishing in uh, in eighth um, and. Funnily enough, we now have to uh, have to talk about Red Bull, which seems very early in a in a reverse order rundown. I mean, oh dear, oh dear, oh dear! It's um, what can you say? A double DNF. Uh, I'm hearing that it's a uh, it's fuel pump failure. Um, actually, a common supplied part, not uh, not a part that the team develops or manufactures or, or has any say over really. Um, but uh, but both Perez and Verstappen suffered a failure of the fuel pump. Uh, there were uh quite a few reports of issues with the fuel pumps leading up to the race, so uh, the FIA did allow all of the teams in to um, to take the fuel pumps out, inspect them, have a look at them and see if they wanted to change them. Red Bull weren't one of the teams that changed either of their fuel pumps, so is uh double failure related to that it's uh twice is a bit too much for coincidence um also hearing rumors it might be related to the e10 fuel that they're having to run on this year for environmental reasons so uh hopefully we don't see a uh a repeat of that later on. I think they'll be fired up and keeping an eye on that. But it's uh, it's always harsh when a common supplied part that the teams have had nothing to do with lets them down. But uh, elsewhere, not a hundred percent reliable. Power steering issues for Verstappen towards the end of the race as well. But didn't seem happy overall. Then in, in the race, I you know after the first pit stop uh, where he would undercut Leclerc and had a, had a. Brilliant scrap for the lead with um, overtaking, repassing, overtaking. Shows that the uh, the rule changes have done exactly what they were designed to do and allow better racing and more overtaking. Um, but he'd, uh, he had to push quite hard on the outlap to, uh, to make the undercut work. Uh, and I think the uh the the tires um, still just seem an issue if uh, if you push too hard on the outlap and don 't bring them in gently enough then uh, then they seem to drop off a cliff towards the end of the stint so um max didn't seem uh, didn't seem happy that he wasn't allowed to push as hard as he could on the outlap and uh, didn't seem well certainly wasn't happy after the race but uh, i'm sure they'll uh, they'll come back fighting in a week 's time uh We'll be keen to see how they get on. Next up, Aston Martin. Uh, I mean, although the car looks fantastic on uh, on track in terms of paint scheme and appearance, not uh, not the quickest in terms of pace. Uh, Hulk had only managed seventeenth. Uh, Stroll finished twelfth, so a good drive uh, up the order from him from where he started. But I think Hulk was having um, heat uh, heat management issues, having to manage the temperature on the Mercedes engine. Um, and actually, for for a good chunk of the race, I think the Mercedes powered teams, apart from Mercedes themselves, were we're running all in the bottom six or bottom eight. That'll be a concern for Mercedes. I mean all all the teams seem to have gone for uh, uh, very tight packaging. Side pod innovation seems to be a huge thing this year so I've, uh, have one of the teams pushed it a little bit too hard on the cooling maybe but given Mercedes' side pod design and uh, and how little cooling that must be putting in, uh, it must be possible to uh, to manage the heat issue. So I'm uh, I'm sure Aston Martin will get on top of that in due course. Williams um didn't see too much out of Williams. I mean uh, a Latifi drive up to uh, up to sixteenth, Albon finished thirteenth, just just looking a bit slightly worse than average really. But I think with the investment they've uh, they've had in the team, that will take a couple of years to pay off. McLaren finished uh, a bit further up than they qualified Um, went a bit unusual with a tyre strategy I think, Uh, started on mediums uh, when every other team on the grid started on the soft tyres went on the hard tyres and and their pace just disappeared at that point uh, and they seemed to go backwards here's hoping they can get on top of those brake cooling issues and and get back to the spec of car they were running in in Barcelona because they certainly looked a a hell of a better bet for the championship or, uh, or even race wins or podiums uh, in Barcelona than they did uh, last weekend in testing or, uh, or this weekend in the race. Haas up next. Uh, Schumacher finished uh, a credible 11th after he got turned around by Ocon on the first lap. Um, and, uh, and Magnussen just a hell of a drive to 5th. Got his elbows out, but in a nice clean way. In fact, I mean, clean racing all up and down the grid. Really, there was uh, there was the Ocon contact with Schumacher, as we've just said on on the first lap. But that's the first lap, and Ocon held his hands up for that. Um, but all up and down the grid, they seem to be racing very well together, very close, good wheel to wheel racing. But uh, yeah, great great return for Magnussen and and good things for the Haas team, and uh, and hopefully means uh, the Haas team stick around for a while, and uh, and so does Magnussen. Uh, next up, Alfa Romeo, uh, Guan managed to score points on his debut. So uh, maybe a slightly malign choice, I think, in the run-up to uh, the beginning of the season. There were a couple of other names that people wanted to see in that seat rather than Guan Yu Zhou. But I I think he proved himself rather well, to be fair. He raced well and got on with it and and no silly mistakes. Finished a few places behind Bottas, but given all of Bottas's uh, pedigree and experience, that's to be understood. Managed to finish sixth uh, Bottas and and actually raced really well. If, uh, if, If you could say one common trait about his time at Mercedes was that he'd race Lewis very, very closely in qualifying. Uh, often on his pace and, uh, and occasionally out qualifying him but he would drop back in the races so it was good to uh, good to see that he could get his head down and get on with it in the race alpine up next alonso finished ninth Ocon finished seventh um, p- solid if uh, if unspectacular I didn't really see too much of either of them, uh, apart from when they had a good dice between them uh, and a bit more overtaking It shows what a you know what a good race it was that you could have a, a couple of good intra team scraps like that, and they they don't really stick in the mind too much because there was so much going on up and down the field and particularly at the lead of the race as well mercedes i i think if uh, if you said to them uh, in the run up to the weekend you'd be getting a podium and and fourth i think they'd have uh, they'd have taken that which uh, in contrast to their form over the last couple of years might seem quite surprising. Hard tyres seem to cost them a bit of pace as well and and they have have got no way near getting on top of their porpoising issues. Seem to be suffering from it way worse than any other team at this stage. How long before they can get on top of that, really? Um, We've got a race next weekend, so in, in just... Four days they'll be rolling around a track again, five days they'll be rolling around a track again, so I don't think there'll be too much uh, too much fixed in uh, in Saudi Arabia European season before they uh, before they can bring any updates that uh, that might be able to fix the issues there. We'll have to wait and see, but one thing's for certain that they, they will get on top of those issues so it'll be interesting towards the end of the uh, middle part and end of the season to see how Mercedes come on and and have a run into the end of the championship. And finally, on to Ferrari, then, who uh, slightly inherited the uh, second part of their one-two result. Uh, I mean, just just imperious from Leclerc, though it was. Uh, I think I think it technically counted as a, a lights-to-flag victory. Uh, I think he did lead every lap over the line, despite the uh, the undercut from Verstappen and Verstappen overtaking him a few times into the first corner. Uh, I think Leclerc always had it back by the time they rolled round to the finish line again. He looked. Comfortable. He looked calm. He looked composed. He looked everything like the perfect racing driver this weekend. Good, clean scrap with Verstappen as well. I, I like the fact that they got very close to each other. Uh, some good lungy moves from Verstappen into the first corner. Yet they could race side by side. It was just uh, just cracking to see. And the science who uh, dropped back a bit. I think in uh, in free practice never seemed to really quite get on top of the car in the same way that Leclerc did. But it came on at the end and, and benefited from. Red Bull's reliability woes, but uh, the main thing is he was in that position to benefit from uh, from their reliability issues. So he did very well to give uh, to give Ferrari a 1-2 and uh, with a, the fastest lap as well, just the, the perfect start to the season from Ferrari. So we will uh, interesting to see if they can uh, keep up this leading pace, keep up in development terms, their side pod design obviously looks very different to the Mercedes and to the Red Bull. I think if you were just looking at them from the outside, you'd say the, the sleeker, swoopier, more undercut or tighter version of side pod packaging would would look a bit better. The Ferrari looks the, the widest, the fattest out of all of them, but uh, there's certainly something on that car that seems to work well. Uh, so overall I'd, I'd say it was just a, a cracking return to, uh, to Grand Prix racing. Uh, race direction, I mean, just towards the end, where we had a safety car and uh, all of a sudden there's people allowed pit stops on fresher tyres but there's a few lapped cars in the middle that need to unlap themselves. I was getting a few flashbacks there but uh, Niels Wittich this weekend uh, dovetailing duties on race direction with Eduardo Freitas. I think Freitas' first race out is going to be Australia so possibly Wittich again next weekend seemed to uh, to do a good job from what I could see in that we didn't really hear from him or hear any dramas around race direction or anything like that and I think uh, a race director's job if he uh, if he turns up ensures that everything runs well and there's no uh, controversy or drama around the race direction then I think he can count that as a job well done but things seem fairly cut and dry and if there was uh, an investigation the penalty appeared fairly quickly or the lack of investigation appeared fairly quickly. Um, just to say again, I, I love the variety of of car design. Really, all the way up and down the field, see them all looking, looking so different, and all being able to race closely as well, uh, being able to follow easily. So, right, it's just the age old story in Formula One, isn't it? If in doubt, give it all to Ross Brawn and leave him to it. The uh, rules that uh, that Ross Brawn and Pat Simmons have come up with seem to have just done their job perfectly so far there was uh, yeah, lots of concerns about all the designs looking identical uh, before the season kicked off uh, not held by all the livery reveals, uh, all car launches being exactly that, just a livery reveal over the, uh, the generic 2022 car shape, but uh, no, ov- overall from a, a racing on track action point of view, I think there's a lot of positives can be drawn from this weekend tyres are something I, I still think we need to get a handle on somehow, degradation seemed a bit too high, or there seemed to be absolutely no pace, depending on if you went too soft or too hard, and a fussy warm-up, you know, push push too hard on the outlap and the tyres are shot before the end of your stint is up, I'm I'm not sure that's what it's about, I like to see the drivers just get out of the pits and get on with it, go as hard as they can, um, but you can see uh, see the Mercedes particularly squirrelling around on, uh, on the way out of the pits, struggling to get any heat into the tyres at all tyre blanket temperatures have been reduced for this year though and I think they're going to keep reducing that with an aim to getting rid of them totally so uh, that's something Pirelli and the teams and the drivers are going to have to get a handle on as soon there'll be uh, there'll be no warm-up at all the tiles will be going on to the car at whatever the ambient temperature is unless somebody sort of sat on them or left them next to the oven or something like that to try and warm them up a bit. so overall I think we're in for a cracking rest of the season, Merck and uh, McLaren will be looking to improve uh, and you know you wouldn't uh, you wouldn't have picked Mercedes to be quite as far down as they were after the last couple of years they've had so I'm, I'm sure finishing on a podium as a, as a slightly fluke or lucky result won't be where Mercedes want to be so they'll be pushing to get back up and uh, move up the grid McLaren way 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 down from where they were hoping to be where they want to be where they need to be long before uh, before they can improve their cars. Might it be the European season, hopefully it's before that and we can have a uh, three-team scrap for the championship between Mercedes, uh, Red Bull and Ferrari. Uh, I don't think McLaren will uh, be able to improve quite enough to get on the championship battle, um, but if uh, they certainly will be looking to finish fourth at least. that's about it for my uh, for my ramblings from this weekend uh, i hope you've enjoyed it uh, as i said at the beginning i'll uh, i'll let this podcast be be led by you it's something a bit different we're trying just me renting out a few of my thoughts on a sunday evening or monday evening after a race so do get in touch with us at uk motor talk pretty much everywhere uh, let us know what you want to hear on this and uh, take care and i'll see you in a week's time cheers bye for now OK, Motor Talk, a First Take Media production.